let's get out to the sprint special guest line joining us now former receiver for the university of utah kenneth scott with us on the big show hi kenneth how are you man i'm great you guys how are you guys doing we're doing pretty well, Kenneth. Better now that I'm not talking about what, kickers what, anymore. No, no, I gotta ask Kenneth. What what what's the what are the other players' attitudes toward kickers? And 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 if it's disparaging in a way, what why is that? Man, I have no clue. But what I can say is I love my kicker. <laughs> Andy well, Phillips was great. I, yeah. I you can't say nothing wrong with him. He has a big leg, and if you say something wrong, he probably kick you with it. Uh, his, his legs are like tree branches, so you don't want to get stumped out with those. But no, in all seriousness, though, uh, there's no animosity towards kickers unless they <laughs> it's a clutch time and they miss. <laughs> but not still, they're still all love. But you know, you got to show love to the kickers, man. They 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 pull out games and put you in positions to you know hopefully prosper. Kenneth, the Utes are installing a new offense with a new offense mm-hmm. slash old offensive coordinator and Andy Ludwig. If you were giving him advice on how to best highlight Utah receivers, what would you tell him? Oh, man, put them in positions that they are good at. Um, you know, a lot of times, a, you know, a coordinator may come in outside and just feel like, you know, it's my system. I'm going to run it no matter who my players are. You get what I'm saying? And uh, kind of make your, you know, kind of get your system to fit with your players and to use their best abilities, right? So uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I've been hearing nothing but good thing. I've been trying to read up on everything um, in regards to, you know, the new offense and things like that. You know, obviously back in the day they had a prolific uh, prolific offense and they were doing really well. You know, all the former players ramped and raved about them. So, you know, I can't wait to see what he does with this offense, especially with the guys that we have at wideout. Um, I, I wish I had um, you guys had media coverage so I can learn more about the, the newer guys, right? So, uh, but I'm looking forward to him. What do you think about the progression of Tyler Huntley? How effective do you think he'll be at the quarterback spot this year for the Utes? Man, I think he's going to be really good. You know, one thing about uh, experience, you're going to grow. Um, and that's what I've, I've you know, seen from afar as far as from what the teammates have said, the coaches have said, and obviously what he's been doing as far as on his social media page as far as about the work ethic, guys he's hanging around with as far as like the Antonio Browns. I'm pretty sure he has connections in Florida that are teaching him, you know, some essential things that is able to, able to help him uh, progress his game. And not, on top of that, the dude is, is building some muscle on him. I don't know what we're doing up there. We're building some muscle on, those, on that guy, man. And he's looking, he's looking really good. And um, so I'm really excited to see what he's going to do this year. Uh, I always uh, had a high ceiling, high ceiling on him. I believe he's going to probably surpass my expectations off uh, for him. And not saying a lot because I got high expectations for him. But I think with his, uh, you know, with his mindset and his uh, way he carries himself and his determination and his background too with his parents, I think he's going to be uh, have a phenomenal season. Kenneth Scott with us, former Ute wide receiver here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Kenneth, uh, Britton Covey is, is terrific. There's no doubt about it, and he's going to catch a lot of passes, and he should. But how important is it that Utah finds a dude who can stretch the field, somebody who can make plays down the field? Right, you know, um, and, and Britton's okay. Let me put the numbers again. <laughs> Covey's awesome. Covey's freaking awesome, man. I love that kid. Um, but as far as the other weapons, right, uh, when you're talking about stretching the field, I believe we have the guys. I believe we have uh, – you know, the guy I loved last year was Jalen Dixon. Come on, man. The guy was out there looking like a little mini dress, man. I, I love I loved his game. You know, I'm really excited about Thompson, though, man. I just – something about Thompson that reminds me of myself. It was weird. Uh, 
all the, especially Simpkins, he's a he's an unbelievable athlete. I believe he's going to have a big piece to this uh, offense as well. But you know, as far as stretching the field, I believe we have the pieces there to do it. It's just a matter of putting them into the right position in order to do it. Um, you know, so. I mean, nobody's going to be scared of a, a cage, a pit bull, but if you let that thing out, people are going to be scared of them. So as long as we let out our pit bulls and let them play to their abilities, oh, man, sky's the limit. Jake, who is it who told you that uh, the Utes are going to run 65% or he's hoping? Was that Zach uh, Moss? Zach Moss. Mm-hmm. If, if the Utes do that, if they run 60 65% of the time, Kenneth, how difficult is that for the receivers? I mean, obviously they have to be counted on to block downfield and whatnot, mm-hmm. but is that okay? Is that okay, or do receivers get a little tired of that? Well, you know, you got to think about it, man. We have a dominant running back. Moss, he's he's absolutely beast. But you know, as far as the percentage wise, you know, I look at the SEC, right? The SEC, they primarily run like the Alabamas. They primarily run a lot. <laughs> Are they starting to open up more as far as involving the passing game? Uh, but you have to set up that run to make your pass game so effective, man. Once you set up that run, and then the safety start coming down. That play action, man. Ooh, suck the man. Be able to get those big, nice, big plays. Uh, so I think it's not really about you know the the percentage of the run versus the pass. It's more of how effective we can be in matter of the plays that we're calling. Right. So it doesn't matter if it's seventy thirty. If we run the ball seventy seventy five percent of the time and we have seven passes and we complete all seven of them, it's a it's a pretty efficient uh, passing game. So I'm not really too stuck up on the percentage hype. Uh, I just want them to be more effective in the involvement of what they're doing offensively. So you were always able to uh, uh, run a route with, uh, with uh, equal enthusiasm, even though you knew the ball wasn't coming your way. Yeah, man. That, and that's, it's funny you say that because, uh, you know, I prided myself even when Booker had the ball, right? I, I felt like every play, like it didn't matter if I was getting the ball or not. When Booker had the ball, I felt like I had the ball, you know. It's just that accountability, like, man, I want the best for my running back, so I'm going to do my best, even if I don't get the ball. And so I believe, you know, a receiver has to have that type of mindset to be unselfish but selfish at the same time. You get what I'm saying? Like, you want the ball all the time, of course, but you got to be unselfish as well to be willing to put your body on the line for, you know, your running back or someone else who's not uh, – uh, who else is catching the pass and you got to go down the block. So, um as far as the mindset of receiver, if it's a run-heavy type offense, you got to get out of your selfish ways and put the team first in that aspect, especially if you have a dominant uh, running back as, like we do, uh, Moss. And like you said, that sets you up for success when the ball is coming your way for real. Correct, and it's a lot of one-on-ones, uh, one-on-one situations when you know a guy like Moss is in the backfield. You know the safeties are tucked down. You know they feel like they can do a lot of man-to-man outside. So. Uh, you know, the dominant run game is really really good for the receiver because the play action, man-to-man, throw it up, and it's 50-50 ball, and I believe that we have the receivers to get it. Kenneth, what do you think about having the rivalry right out of the gate this year? Hey, man, I'm excited. I wish I was there uh, for the rivalry. Uh, everybody's been telling me that I need to uh, – which game I should go to. Uh, but I'm excited for the rivalry, man. I, I honestly believe it's cool. Uh, even though we've been beating up on them for the past nine years, you know, well, eight years. I'm, I'm speaking it to the future. That's a assumptive uh, win <laughs> for me right now. Uh, for the nine years, uh, I believe it's going to be a good game. And I honestly, I don't, you know, downgrade my opponents. I believe they're all great. BYU has a great team, great staff, and all. I think it's going to be a really great game. Um, 
and I'm excited for it to be the first game. It's going to be set the tone right for the season. And Kenneth, uh, the fact that the Utes are picked to, to win the Pac-12 this year, um, what challenges do you think they'll face in that regard? Um, repeat the question one more time. The, the Utes are picked to, to win the Pac-12 this year. It seems like yeah. Kyle Whittingham in the past has really thrived on being the underdog and getting his guys right. ready to go, firing them up and whatnot. But now they are the, the hunted, not the hunter. Yeah. Right. You know, it's, it's funny about that, right? Uh, I was just looking at some old videos, and we had the very old facility uh, back when we had the BCS busters up on our ceiling. I was like, dang, we really came from a, uh, you know, a long way. And I just take a story in mind, like as far as the lion and the gazelle, right? The lion, he has to wake up, he has to go hunt for us. So, well, the gazelle has to wake up and be in a way in order for him to be food. So, we both, you got to have both of those mindsets, right? To be, you know, very productive in, uh, in what you do. So, um, in regards to our program, we always have that, uh, gazelle type of mentality. Like we wake up, we got to grind so we won't be eight. But also, we're in the same position where we are the lion and we're, you know, we got to hunt for the food. So, it's a really unique position to come from an underdog to now being talked about on a national scale. Um, so it's been really enlightening to see, uh, that transformation over the years, you know, since I've been a part of it. Kenneth, it is always great to have you on. We can't thank you enough, and we'll catch up with you real soon, man. All right, sounds good, man. You guys have a great rest of your day, and I appreciate you guys for having me on like always.